Oh, hey, Jake, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What, Bob? I forgot something. What's that? I, uh, I'm so pissed I forgot. Uh, if you were on Twitter, you've, you've noticed it already, but there was one addendum I forgot to add to my story last week. Haynes boxer briefs are the most amazing boxer briefs you will ever own. Not a single bit of it escaped. <laughs> like, seriously, if someone shit their pants and then fell asleep, <laughs> you'd expect, you'd expect some dripping. <laughs> oh, Bob. And this is the episode people will listen oh, to. Oh, so. <laughs> So I took a screenshot um, of the description and put it up on Instagram and I tagged like Bunny and um, Daniel from Lexington Daniel and, you know, other people and April and Mike. You can just say people, Jake. Yeah. And to- April was like, dude, we had lots of stories. I ain't mad if you tell those stories that name drop me. right? Yeah. And uh, what was it? Um, Bunny was like. Sad part is, I don't know which stories y'all would be telling. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, I'll give you breakdowns. And your penis. <laughs> we each had a your penis story. I didn't say that. But I said, um, what was it? Oh, Jeff and Daniel staying drunk for 24 hours. <laughs> the one and only time he ever drank with me and uh, Bellatrix. And then I told him schnapps and cloves. And he was like, and he responded with, I forgot about the schnapps and cloves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he probably assumed that was with you. Possibly. Yeah, but not. Possibly. <clears throat> so, hello, and welcome to this episode of A Brother Squirrel. That's Jake, and I just brother squirrel. <laughs> and that is he, he uh, man he who, who shits himself, himself, my brother Bob. And then fell asleep. fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that tweet I added fucking. We hate. don't know if a bear shits in the woods, but we know Bob, Bob will shit himself in the bathroom. In the bathroom. <laughs> oh shit. Uh well, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake. What's on the docket for today? Oh we're so- jumping we're jumping right the fuck into it because we spent way too long on dumb shit. Okay, so. so let's go with the first one before we get into the big meaty one. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. All right. So Bob. I don't know why I've been thinking about this recently, but if there was ever to be a movie created about your life, all right, and you got to cast who portrayed you, any point in time in your life, keep this in mind, okay, who would you choose, who would you cast to play you? All I can think of is how very sad that would be. Like, not just that, like, no, the, the casting process. Also, I told Granny that she needs to come out here and teach you how to drive because she said she taught Jonathan how to drive. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought it would be funny. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Fucking derailing everything just to remind me that. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um. So who would you, who would I you? I don't even remember what I was saying, you motherfucker. <laughs> You said that it would be a sad movie. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. A sad... I'm thinking about the casting process. Oh, gotcha. Because every saggy man with a sag card would be there. Every tall, tallish, fat man in existence who has a sag card, their agent would be saying, I have the perfect role for you. Because, Jake, every tall, fat guy is every tall, fat guy. I live in constant fear that... 
the motherfucker from Lost goes on a killing spree <laughs> because I'm going to catch the rat for it. I was going to say if you still had long hair, that would probably yeah, be Yeah. It perfect. doesn't it doesn't have it doesn't matter. Everybody will fucking say cuz you remind hair. me exactly as this person cuz we all have one personality, Jake. There's only one personality for all of us. For tall, fat guys, and that's a chucklehead. Yeah, and that is fucking being self-deprecating and sad. Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) But if... It'd have to be directed by Zach Braff, because that seems like just the kind (laughs) of boring, slow burn. That's good. I didn't think about choosing the director, but... Acting, just insert tall, fat guy here. There you go. Or you can just have the dude who played Hagrid do (laughs) it. <laughs> oh, what's his name? I don't remember. Shit, I don't remember either. Yeah. <laughs> like baby dolphins. <laughs> but no, it's 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 that's just what it would be. It would be the most boring fucking movie. It would be like Clerks but with less plot. <laughs> that's funny. Seriously. <laughs> So I asked this to some of my coworkers and my boss while we were at our team builder yesterday. My supervisor said he would want, is it Michael Pena? The one that's Michael in Ant-Man? Pena. Yeah. That's who he would want to portray him. And I was like, I think he's probably taller than you are, Jono. Cause Jono's like maybe like five, five. That's probably about right then. <laughs> but, um, one of my coworkers, she said she would want it to be Bette Midler to portray her. I was like, that's and she like pulled it right out of thin air. I was like, Tiffany, you've thought about this before, haven't you? She's like, Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All right, Jake, you. Okay. Now, this isn't a one hundred percent dead ringer, mainly because A, he's skinnier than me. And in any role, he doesn't come across as gregarious as I am. But I was thinking actually Adam Scott. Who's Adam Scott? From Parks and Recreation. He plays Ben Wyatt. He is in Step Brothers. I've never seen Step Brothers. Um, I've only seen bits and pieces. I think pieces I of know it. who he is. Uh, let me just check him. Cause... I'm trying to think of what else you would have seen him in. Okay, yeah, him. Yeah. <clears throat> I was assuming that's who it was. Really? Yeah. Really? You would? You would? Really? You would really? <laughs> really? Dude, I don't know. I'm not gonna be like all sorts of arrogant and be like fucking Affleck, bro. Even though there's a part of me that would rather, yeah, that would really want to choose Affleck. You're going with a kid with a triangular face. Higher, like your cheekbones are not that high, Jake. Dude, I've got high cheekbones. Fuck off, bro. Yeah, nah. Mine are above my eyes. No, you don't have that high. And this kid's are near on mine. I used to, I used to get fucking all the time. I would always be told that. Gals would kill to have my cheekbones. I have high cheekbones. Yeah, it's just my face has filled in in the past fifteen years, Bob. No, but no, it's more round Com- than what I, it used to be. We're talking comparatively, B. Yeah, nah. All right, then who would you say for me then, fuckstick? If you've got it all figured out, this is uh, this is going to be an odd pull because every time I see him, and like every time I'm watching it, I keep he keeps. A lot of his characters keep acting exactly like you do in in things. So I. God, I I actually had a shot that fucking reminded me purely of you. But again, this is also not, dude. 
This is probably a detriment to him saying it. His name is Travis Willingham. He's a voice actor. He is on a... Uh, well, this is what he normally looks like. Very fuckable male. <laughs> Just but like myself. Thank whenever you, I Whenever I'm watching Critical Role, the uh, the D&D show that he's on... Right. <clears throat> a lot of times, his fucking facial expressions start matching. <laughs> it's got that, like... He'll have characters have that, like, quiet confidence kind of thing that goes on. And yeah, shit's like, man, that fucking reminds me of Jake, that motherfucker. <laughs> but who would I want to direct it? Oh, you'd be Brett Ratner. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not entirely wrong. You're not entirely wrong, probably, but... Well, if he ever got back into depending the game after Depending on what the storyline was, like, r- legitimately, if it was going to be, like, a dream director kind of situation, I'm like... Fucking everything Robert Zemeckis touches is amazing. So yeah, I'd be all right with Robert Zemeckis. Your, li- your life is not Zemeckis, Jake. <laughs> no, it's your not. life. Your life is not. Your life isn't even. Even I'm gonna. I am going to. Uh, who won the one? Who I'm won? I'm gonna force this boy to touch me while my roommate is trying to pretend she's asleep right next to me. Okay. Also, what's, <laughs> what's what? Who's the most recent winner of like best director of the AVN Awards? Fuck. Avian Awards. AVN? American, or uh, what is it? Porn? Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's just get a fucking porn. Let's get fucking uh, Burt Reynolds' character from Boogie Nights to direct my Literally his character. Well, actually can't now. <laughs> no. Womp womp. But there we go. That would be the director for my life. You would get, you would get some old, like, claptastic 70s porn director. Especially if it could in. Especially if that means that Julianne Moore would be cast as a certain ex-redhead. Mm, Julianne Moore. Yeah, but then you'd have to associate her with Julianne Moore. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible because Julianne Moore is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty, yeah. Oh, also, while we were at our team builder yesterday, they had like all this music playing and the music videos would play with the songs. Fucking uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth totally popped up. And I was like, I kind of, I didn't tell everybody the full story, but I was like, I remember whenever this video came out and I totally fell in love with Belinda Carlisle. I didn't tell everybody that, you know, my first, my first memory of an erection came from that video. (laughs) I didn't mention that part, but. (laughs) Oh, shit. <clears throat> I think one of mine was when we found sex when you found that sex life of a porn star video the the uh the VCR uh the, 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 VCR, the VCR syphilis <laughs> yes cuz me and Cody were playing Booger Man we rented Booger Man from Showtime it was Showtime right yeah, yeah. And we were playing that. It was like, what the fuck is that sound? Like you kept trying to fucking you got up kept changing the volume and we come in it was like the fuck are you? What the fuck? I was like in third grade. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Damn it. That's funny. That's horrible. That's hilarious. Uh, all right. Forget about that. Let's go into their story, Jake. Uh <laughs> oh fuck. Um <clears throat> Oh, but no. So, 
I don't know why Sainsbury chose this, but a coworker he said that he would choose uh like nutty professor style Eddie Murphy to play him. And I was like, I guess he means like big Eddie Murphy or Eddie Murphy in a fat suit. But I was like, that's kind of interesting considering you're like pasty white BYU fan, Sainsbury, but okay. No, that motherfucker gonna be Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Mom cooking like toast, or no? She's probably warming up her soup, huh? It's probably a burner. Burning it. <laughs> anyway, um, oh god, eyes are all watery now. All right, so main topic for today. It was a super duper duper dumb thought that I had. That'd be fun to get a giant list of just the greatest songs you can think of. Dot dot dot. <laughs> at the moment. But then I realized how scattershot the fucking list was. Because it's all over the place. Mine that I was working on. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go by decade. So, we I asked around. Uh, and the earliest people went to was the 60s. So, from time to time, if we can remember it. Because, hey, when was the last time we had a What the Fuck Potter? <laughs> uh, Meaning, when was the last time, time Bob prepped a What the Fuck Potter? I think there's one in the can already. I just haven't fucking touched it. Um, uh, so every now and then we'll hop into this anytime we can't think of anything. And then we're, we'll rush for like the day before, which I totally didn't do this time. I did. I know I did too. I was being an ass. Yeah. I, I spent three I hours on working on yesterday. it. Only three hours <clears throat> about it. I decided to stop after that because it's supposed to be what we're thinking of at the time. So I got my list going. I got it trimmed down to the 10. All right. And then we also asked. Uh, I asked Facebook. Uh, even the. I even got two responses on the Facebook page. <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> and you asked Snapchat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you get some hits? Two? That but works. it was more like their favorite songs. That works. Just their favorite song, I should oh! say. Oh, Annie, you're splooge. She's like, what? You motherfucker. Oh, it was where I wouldn't expect it to be. <laughs> <coughs> Nobody expects the Annie splooge-ition. Because <laughs> it doesn't end up in a belly button. So let's pull it back here, Bob. All right. Whoop, whoop. All right. So our, actually, you know what? Shoop shoop, one should say, because that's on my... <laughs> I was going to say swoop in with your... Uh... Uh, but no, we're going to start with the uh, with other people's entries. I only gave them one, because dear God, they these people motherfucking would have had at most of my list, and I would have been sad and had nothing to do. So if one of them was on my list, you think I should take the one off my list and yeah, just go with Yeah, you said you have a lot, yeah. and just, you know... I'm listening, go so ahead. So let's go with, uh, since you only have two, we'll let you start. What are the two... Entries that I oh also I keep an eye up because Monday I hope I'll be able to get this set up Monday I'll have a Spotify playlist of all the songs that are set up here if it's possible unless you know <clears throat> Spotify doesn't have it so yeah I'll add Which a Spotify should... playlist to the uh, Facebook page to the uh, to Twitter so that way you know what you guys want to listen along hop in here because <clears throat> some of these entries are out there in a good mm-hmm. way. All right, what were yours? Your your write-ins. All right, so Sainsbury, one of his he put on here. Let me double check, make sure um, I get the artist correct. 
Yeah. So his was uh, Will You Love Me Tomorrow by the Shirelles. Nice. Which I thought about putting on my list. Which actually was stuck in my head earlier today. Yep, that's a good one. So uh, Sainsbury threw that one out there. And then Ritter, who I went through A school with, he actually said Hey Jude, which I had on my list. Because that's my all-time favorite Beatles song. It's okay. It's, it's to me, th- for me personally, that's like a top five, top ten song of all time on my own personal list. I just love the... I probably would say Yesterday <clears throat> just because I had us singing in choir all the time. Yeah. So well, I'll be doing with, like the back end shit. <laughs> well, like... and with my freshman year of high school in marching band, the whole theme was Beatles. It was Beatles centric, and the closeout song was "Hey Jude," and so that's what kind ah. of yeah. And so I think that's kind of why I go that way with because it's it was hammered into you. Yeah. yeah. So, but I legitimately enjoy that song. Okay. I love that song. So was... those were the two write ins that okay. I received. So Let me make my... sure. Hold on. Let me double check. While you're, sure while you're researching, one. I'll go with mine. The first one is one I had no, Annie, I had never heard of. It's called, and it was one of the options she gave that hadn't already been taken. <coughs> but, uh, Amy, this girl I knew in high school, all right, uh, Zager and Evans in the year 2525. It's this nice little folk song just about, well, the world. And it, I kind of liked it. It has like this uh, Southwest <clears> twang <throat> to it. And yeah, I was I was jamming on it when she sent it. So, other one, uh, David uh, Ashton. Yeah. He sent in a whole lot of love. I actually do not have a single pop rock. Jake. No, Zeppelin. I'm just I know, but yeah. I I don't think that it was, was from the was, was it? Okay. Uh, both of these were just under the wire. <clears throat> yeah, some of mine were that way too. Uh we also have <clears throat> uh Renica, uh someone I know through Red. Uh she sent a thing another thing I've never heard, but holy shit it was phenomenal. The Soft Machine was the name of the band. Hope for Happiness. It is a psychedelic rock fuzz-tastic song, and this is something I learned through this list. I think I'm addicted to fuzz guitar, Jake, because most of my picks have that fuzz guitar shit that a lot of psychedelic did. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that, because my epiphany that I mentioned, that I kind of started to skirt around earlier, one of the things that was difficult for me, like, even coming, I like I said, I came up with 16, 17 songs, right? Even with those 17, it was difficult to do, because... <clears throat> I was thinking about it on the way here. The 60s was a total, like, um, it was one of those decades to where um, everything was kind of changing, like music. It was, it's like the middle point, like everything going from the 30s, 40s, and 50s of the jazz, blues, all of that. Then you have the 60s, right, which is kind of like this middle child where people are starting to figure everything out. You have Motown, which laid the groundwork for the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Like, you know, if you think of hip-hop and even funk and all of that, because... Really? Even funk? What, you take disco and slap a little bit of jazz to it? But, Even f- <laughs> but with with Motown, it was finally... All of those songs that would go to Elvis Presley were finally being done by black artists. By the people who actually right. made it. Yeah. Right. So, and then you have, you have the Beatles, who started out as like this pop 
type of rock. And there was a lot of pop rock, like even with uh, um, the the Beach Boys, even though it's surf music, it's still more pop driven, right? And then they start to get into the experimental phase, meaning they start taking drugs. And hanging and, out with Manson. And, and you get all of these experimental rock bands like Iron Butterfly and even Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, to me, is like experimental. Yardbirds, experimental, you know, that sort of thing. And then even with country, you're looking at bridging the gap from Hank Sr. to now you've got Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, and you start to get the outlaw country while you still have George Jones oh, doing his sad bastard music. It's a dumb word. Right, but that's kind of what it was at the same time because it was a it had a little bit more Which is edgy. ironic because <clears throat> Rod <throat> was acting a lot more like old country was. A lot of story, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, songs that were about a lot of a story. really folky yeah. and and that's the thing. I just think <clears throat> that's when the music started getting smarter and not in like a douchey way but as in the writing the concept albums and all these things where you just a lot oh, of concept okay, I'm albums. just going to actually skip ahead and put one of my notes here Sound of Silence is not on my list but there's a rant about Sound of Silence on my yeah, list yeah I didn't put any Simon and Garfunkel and I even was listening to some silent Simon and Garfunkel on my way here and I realized what I like about Simon and Garfunkel is their harmonies. Yes. It's not the actual like music or the lyrics. Oh, it's no, the way no. they I, harmonize. I'm against that. That I love the harmony, but also the writing is. This rant is about disturbed sound of silence. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it, Jake. <clears throat> because it came on. I was listening to like a bunch of 60s stations while I was writing this up. And Sound of Silence came on. And it... I finally got why I hate the Disturbed version so much. It's not just because it's tone deaf and doesn't understand the point of it all. It barrels through the point of it all like a jock trying to read Shakespeare. Because that's exactly what it was. Not not putting any emphasis on it. Because Sound of Silence is sung like a, like a Shakespearean sonnet. All right? And I hate the fact that it took so long for me to notice this because it just clicked when I was listening to it because of one line. All right. Full said I, you do not know. All right. When you hear that, just hear it. You're just, it's there. You don't even pay attention to it. But when you start thinking of it like you do with the sonnet, <clears throat> full, comma, said I, comma, you do not know. It, it, it's shit that you could actually... You can picture Midsummer Night when you hear right. it. But what when you hear Disturbed? For should I do not like Like, no, you fucking imbecile. Like, no, it, it is so against what the song is. It's kind of like a, there's a, 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 a little, sh- I don't even know who it is, a little shitty rock band nowadays who covered fucking uh, Africa. By Toto. Oh, yeah, that was Weezer. Oh, that was Weezer? Weezer fucking <clears throat> ruined it. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. Because I... the whole point of it is of Yacht Rock. Okay, Yacht Rock is usually instrumentals are great, but it's a background to listening to some drolling white dude. No, it's it's the knobs who act like the Weezer cover is somehow like transformative and no, way better isn't. than the original. It, it is and tone it's deaf. fucking it's not. It's fucking tone deaf. 
Because and I like Weezer, and I'm like I fucking can't stand that cover because no uh, the guy the guy from fucking Toto. All right, this is why that version. This is a man who sold the song. Like it's a stupid fucking song. Africa is fucking dumb, but he sold it because this is a man who decided, I want to have sex with Rosanna Arquette, wrote a song about having sex with Rosanna Arquette, and, and then, then gotta have, have sex. sex with Rosanna Arquette. That's the cult of personality you're trying to emulate. Just stupid, yacht rock, beautiful glory. But no, Weezer was just so smug and up its ass and did not understand it. I did not know that was Weezer at all. Yeah. It is bad. It is bad. It is very bad. Oh, and... Oh, well, and and you kind of touch lightly. So <laughs> the <laughs> it's gonna take us forever to get through this list, ain't it? <laughs> so the reason this another reason why this one was difficult. I started to realize how many of these songs were used in commercials over the years, or misused, or like so much of this stuff. I'm like, I want to put this on here, but I can't do it. My girl, my girl is a legitimately good song, but I can't fucking listen to it it's anymore. All you think of are bees. Yeah. <laughs> and even like, even if you think of my guy, I'm sorry. I think a fucking sister act. I can't put my guy on oh here. Oh God. I forgot about that. But yeah. there's, there's songs like some of mine are going to be ones where you're like, Oh yeah. But it's it's the way that they're kind of used or the way that they've been simple, changed is kind of, I don't know, dude. But again, this is a list of things that just grab you by the ghoulies, yeah. all right? So, I'll continue on this one after my <laughs> deviation. For Nicole, our cousin Nicole, who's often on here. I'm sure shit, there's some, there's some Beatles on up, there. I forgot to hit up a uh, shit. I forgot to let Brando because she Beatles. said she was going to do a list. But... No, the one I chose for her, just because everybody else was already taken, and some of them just weren't that great. Uh, yeah, I curated a bit. It's a song I never actually heard of. It's by the Monkees, and it was hard to search for it on on uh, Yahoo or on Yahoo <laughs> on YouTube because it's called Shades of Grey. I, uh, it's really fucking good. But you search Shades of Grey, you're not gonna get any monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was. I'm really glad I found it because now I gotta fucking go get this song. That is a really fucking good song. Uh, she listens to a lot more '60s music. Oh than yes. we do though. Uh, we have uh, Chris, who I went to school with, popped in with a couple. One of which was yummy, yummy, yummy. I was like, no, fuck you. All right, just also, like sugar, sugar. Guess what? That's no. not fucking going on here. He also called Mister Postman not gum. going on here. They, yeah, that upset me a bit, but. It was space trucking. So I had a deep purple space trucking. Mm -hmm. I had to put that on. Because, okay, you know what? You get that. All right? It's not fucking bubblegum, but you get that. <laughs> Dude, that guitar. Yeah. I, that guitar sound, it can't be bubblegum. Yeah, with no. With that guitar sound. Yummy, yes. Yummy is. Yeah. Or even Beach Boys. This is the Boys. guy who got me in a green jelly, so <laughs> he has fucking weird jelly, fucking and uh, uh, someone I worked with, Jenny, I put her down for California Dreamin'. Mm -hmm. Everybody had California, California Dreamin'. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give yeah. one person that. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, uh, Julie, gave 
I never knew the name of the song. I never paid attention to the song, nor the person who made it. Uh, Procol Harum, Whiter Shade of Pale. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a couple stops here, guys, where uh, sometimes we will have to. Uh, the moment you hear this, you're going to know what it is, Jake. Right? That look! That's a good fucking song, That's dude. a good song. and I, Don't you hate yourself for not ever really paying attention to what the name of it yeah, is? Yeah, I never knew the name of that song. Uh, and the last one, so many people had this. Uh, another person I, I met through Red, uh, Christina. Nancy Sinatra's These Boots, boots Are, are made, made for, for Walking. walking. Uh, I didn't say Nancy Sinatra. Yeah. I don't have a single Sinatra on here. I assumed you had a couple. No, because by the 60s, it was kind of... My way was 60s. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I actually left some Sinatra off. But, so yeah, that's... I went kind of I went kind of strong on the Motown. Because to me, oh, the... Dude, I thought you were going to go hard on like some, some Cash and Sinatra. I, I, I went a lot hard on fucking... I figured you would have went big on Motown too, so... So yeah, uh... For, while uh, I was putting mine together. Before we start our actual Oh, ones, also, but uh, yes. Hall, a friend of mine... Oh, yeah. uh, in the Navy, he actually said his would just be "Let It Be" by the Beatles. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, but I, I like. Um, I do. There's so like I'm not a big Beatles fan, but like <laughs> I love the instrumentation to uh, to get back. Yeah, like I love like the. Um, oh shit! I didn't add that. The uh, the drum roll on the the, the fuck, snare. I apologize. There was one more. It was I. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles was one of those that for some reason I didn't put on here, but it, so I cannot remember who remember put. who told it to me. Yeah. But oh 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 god, was it KG? It was someone I know from the internet. Yeah. I. Uh, but yeah, she hit me up. I was like. And yeah, I ju it just came on. I'm like, dude, holy shit! The instrumentation on this song is fucking amazing. Yeah, I gotta go get Revolver. <laughs> well, and I mean, like, legitimately, that's one of the things I like about "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" is the instrumentation. Like, because they, it's George Harrison, and George Harrison is amazing. Oh, and I found the Prince version on Apple Music. Yeah. Oh, it's because, actually out. Yeah. Well, no, because the um. The Rock and Roll Hall of yeah, Fame released like a three disc set of like oh. certain years, and that version with him and Steve or yeah Steve Lynn no Steve Winwood and Tom Petty was in there. Tom too, right? Petty yeah. and then the lead singer of ELO something yeah. Lynn. I can't anyway, remember. so yeah, that version it's actually on. Nice. Yeah, so you can find it oh, out there. Also, and, and I was listening to it. I could, of course, see the video, but if you don't know that that's Prince shredding at the end, you wouldn't yeah. know it. You would not Nobody know it by the sound it, of the guitar. We've had that discussion before. Yeah, oh, starting from last summer, Prince's uh, YouTube channel, so many videos, mm -hmm. including something that gets taken down five seconds after it comes up Bat Dance. He created fucking, it's techno. It's proto-techno yeah. of this Batman fucking, just taking the Batman theme and interspersing parts of the fucking movie. It is ridiculous and glorious. You have a bunch of people dressed up like Joker, a bunch of people dressed up like Batman, and there's Prince. Half of them's Batman, half of them's the Joker. Cesar Romero Joker. It is glorious. Dude, but uh, I do enjoy his Nothing Compares to You version. 
I haven't heard it. Yeah, I mean, considering, you know, he was the originator of the song, but his version is now out there on the internet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's been released, but his Nothing Compares to You is so good. Like, I love the... um, What's her name? Sinead O'Connor version because there's it's almost like an acapella version, which is what I've always liked about it. It's really minimalist. Whereas since it's Prince, let's just say that there's instrumentation, but even the instrumentation is kind of minimal. Yeah. It's so good, dude. Anyway, so back to the decade. I do have a few honorable mentions that are just yeah, the ones I, I deleted. Give I'll, full. I'll give them honorable. Uh. Oh, and also the ones that didn't make the cut because my original list was 26. So yeah, get your full list and I'll add that to the playlist. <laughs> uh, so one of my honorable mentions, which it's ironic you brought up the Yardbirds because that is one of my honorable mentions. Just for being the act everybody stole all of their shit from. But I didn't like the Yardbirds personally. I did. I yeah. like the Yardbirds. But yeah, like when you realize, like, and again, it's something you didn't find out. You, I didn't find out about until like it's fucking like, 2004. It's like Clapton, uh, Richie Blackmore, fucking what's his name from Zeppelin. Yeah, they were which all they in the took all the fucking <laughs> songs and like, you want to hear this amazing song I made days and confused? Like, hey, motherfucker, we did that like three years. What the fuck? Like, not only them, so many people stole shit. Like, man. Yep. But yeah, so that was my first honorable mention. I'll let you open up, Jake. What is your first entry of the greatest songs of the 60s that you can think of at the moment? Okay. As I kind of stated, whenever it comes to the ultimate rock and roll conversation of the 60s, I will always choose the Rolling Stones over the Beatles. I'm more of a Rolling Stones guy. I'm not a big fan of Rolling Stones. The longer I listen to them, the less I like them. And my all-time favorite Rolling Stones song... Is a 60s one, which is Honky Tonk Women. Really? I fucking love that song so much, dude. Huh. Yeah. I can see it though. It's got that it's got a bit of blues guitar to I mean, it, but it's not. But yeah. see, that's why whenever it comes to the Stones versus the Beatles, do you like pop rock or do you like more of the blues the blues centric rock? Because essentially that's you what you're looking they weren't at. Pop rock? Who? The the Stones? Stones? No, they still had the blues to them, dude. It's much like if you if you want to consider Guns N' Roses pop rock, they still had the blues edge to them. No, I mean you can you can dislike Axl Rose all you want, but Guns N' Roses were basically the the late era of what the Stones were in the sixties and seventies. I'm just a little more hard. Agree to disagree. <laughs> My first one is a song I listen to at least every once a week, and I learned about it from a cartoon. Okay. All right. Wait. Yeah. Wow, both of these are learned from fucking Tiny Toons. It's uh, the Shoop Shoop song. It's in his kiss. Yeah. 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 By Betty Everett. Yeah. Interesting. And... Jake, Cher did a cover of it in 98, it's and it's horrendous. Atrocious. Yeah. It's atrocious. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it, dude. It is tone deaf in more ways than one, because this was before she started using auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? All right, my next one, Bob, really needs no introduction, but it's do-do-do-do-do-do. 
I actively chose not to put it on there. Now, that was not my first choice of the Guess Who. My first choice did not come out until 1970, so I have to wait until the 70s episode. But, yes, it is These Eyes by the Guess Who. I was going to put that until I was just digging through their stuff and another song came on. And it was like, fuck, this is so much more them. Yeah. But, all right, mine, busting out the B and Bobby McGee. Dude, I thought about putting that on there. It is such a good fucking it's so song. so good, dude. I'm like not a huge Janis Joplin fan, but, but I love that song. fucking song, dude. Ugh. Her voice is so like it, her, it, that 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 folk shit, which is what what you're, what you're talking about. Like, and I'm not big folk on folk, but shit. I fucking love that song but so the, hard. The reason people hate folk is the music, is the instrumentation, yeah. not the writing. The writing it can be great, but I am just a poor boy, though my story seldom told. I am. Uh, and yes, mm-hmm. that was Simon and Garfunkel. It's yeah. one of their most popular songs. It's also ass. It is a hunk of butt. Yeah. All right. The only good part but about it. But she's not monotone yeah. in that at all, and it still has like that funk or not funk, the folk rock kind of yes. thing going. It's, it's it is it it's is perfe- balls to the so walls perfectly in terms composed. Of yeah. In the fucking. The lyricosity of it matches wonderfully. It is it is how you can how it is so full of fucking life mm-hmm. is the best way to put it, which is what a story shong a song a story song should should be. Uh, it's what a story song should be, especially if you want to do a folk story. More folk needs to have emotion. Yeah. All right, I mean shit, uh. One Ten Soldier was met, was written by a satanic band, but what does it sound like? One Ten Soldier marches home. <laughs> Go and tell your neighbors. Oh no! <laughs> Peace on Earth was all it said. What? Ah, ah, the Valley P. Nah, it's boring as fuck. But anyway. yep. all right, Bob. So this next one is the first of my Motown selections uh-huh. and also the first of two songs that i put on here and i'm so very well aware of because thanks to the dirty dancing soundtrack that song is love man by otis redding hi too both, both dude that song is so did you get that no oh. no 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 dude that I, song I went is more i uh, i went more uh, traditional with my reading of course just yeah. because it has to be noted but dude that I was so song pissed is that like... i already locked that in because there were two other songs i forgot existed that somebody brought up i was like fuck shit it's already on there dude that song just like you just want to like dance dirty and grind and, and shit i will like, also say that most song of the time so on good. this it was the first song i thought about that i put on all right again this whole Same. my list is what grabs you by the ghoulies it's Same. not going to be the at- utmost best it's just that's why credence was easy for me but anyway, continue. Oh, I cheated. Okay, my next one, it's it's cheating. You can tell me no. I can pick another from the list. It's just all of fucking Credence. You <laughs> I know I'm actually not against it. before their last album. You pick anyone that's better Bob, than the other. They're all great in the same way. I thought about doing that with Aretha. <laughs> like, nice. I really did just say, I just really wanted to say Aretha Franklin. Just period. Yeah. Because like... In some ways, I think I would almost say I'm more of a Diana Ross kind of guy, but I'm not saying that to discount Aretha because Aretha's voice, just 
her fucking tone. There's there's something about her voice that it's kind of powerful, edgy, and comforting all at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah, anyway. Oh, uh, before I do my next one, an honorable mention. Okay. I was hoping, I was hoping maybe their first hit was in the 60s, not the 70s. No, well, sort of. It is called I Want to Testify by Parliament. I can only give it an honorable mention because it you see the nugget of what P-Funk was going to be. Right. It it hit it's just before the year ended. Yeah. All right. And it's not as good as it can be, but I want to give it an honorable mention because it was a taste of what the next decade was going to bring. Yeah. The glory that was George Clinton. Bootsy the fuck mothering Collins and the goddamn diaper man that I can't remember his name. But what was what would be P Funk? It was a beautiful indication of what was to come. Uh, And yes, I wanna testify led to well, let's get satisfied. Let's get satisfied. (laughs) He testified, I satisfied. Okay, but Oh yes, I did have uh, my next one. Um, I this one, it was my Temptations pick. Since I lost my baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I again, most of these are just like the first song I heard of theirs, or like, like you know what? I'll hear songs like, you know what? Maybe there's a better Temptations song, and then I'll like get a couple down. Like, what would just grab me at the second? But yeah, since I lost my baby, fucking great song. All right, Bob. My next one. It's going to be kind of obvious, but it's also, again, I'm not a huge Elvis fan, but this is my favorite Elvis song. Are you lonesome tonight? Nope. Oh. Suspicious Minds. I don't remember that song. We're caught in a trap. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let's let's take a break here. Yeah, because I don't really remember that song. But it's going to be one of those things like, like, uh. Yeah. I know Roy Orbison maybe done a version that you might have heard because i love you too much baby okay yeah 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 okay kill it you oh dwight yoakam that's who i was thinking did it kill it because i had to kill mine because we would have rocked out to that fucking song me. okay that song okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah that i fucking one. love that song dude that song i got chills just from listening to that little part i love that song so much all right 80 percent of the people who did a write-in included this song and if there are two songs on my list that you probably would say fuck and have to change your list to there is a house in new orleans actually i didn't put that on my list you didn't put house, house of, of the rising, rising sun fucking no. everybody no. like there are so many but, people dude like that song i don't i wouldn't say it's love hate but there's something about that song that I love when I feel like that there's been like this big course correction where people are like overdoing it with that song. Maybe it's from watching some of those vocal shows, like the vocal con- uh, contest shows. That's yeah, usually that would be a, a good, good go-to. Reason. Yeah, because any cover of it, I wasn't. Well, no, yeah. I did hear one cover that was pretty good. But no, the, it's that organ. Yeah. People leave out that fucking organ or overly produce that section, but that fucking organ solo. And dear God, the first time I saw the video, I my I nearly shit my pants. These kids were not older than nineteen. 
This fucking song that is about a broken man who's fucking, uh, whose life is just at a dead end that just has all this weight of time is sang by a bunch of 19-year-old fucks whose balls haven't even dropped. When I say dropped, I don't mean they've reached mature, they've, you know, they've reached puberty. I mean when gravity starts pulling them shits. <laughs> all right? That's when you're sitting one, on a crapper and all of a sudden you teabag, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm talking These motherfuckers are bright-eyed, bushy-tail, peach-fuzzy fucks singing this haunting fucking song. And what wraps it in a nice little bow is that goddamn organ solo. Yeah. Fuck, it's good. It is. I don't disagree. I'm surprised I actually didn't put it on mine. All right, so my next one is Motown song number two and number two song from Dirty Dancing. The band that performed this song, one of the members once upon a time had an on-again, off-again affair with actually Mr. Keith Richards, and that is Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Nice. That kept popping in my head when I was doing this. Which, oh. it doesn't completely shatter the illusion of Dirty Dancing, considering it takes place in the 50s. It, well, but some the of these 60s. songs are... It's I thought 60s. it was just no. the 50s. It's around the oh. end of that era. Gotcha. When everybody... But, okay, also, a fun little thing I found out today, because I never really paid attention. All right, everybody remembers the pottery scene in Ghost. Ghost, yeah. With Unchained Melody, yeah. Righteous Brothers. And also, I had the time of my life. Mm-hmm. That was also sang by a righteous brother. What, Bill Medley? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. That I was didn't a know righteous he was, brother. I didn't know he was two in the righteous brothers. Swayze, the two most famous Swayze movies. Each had a righteous song. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. So, my next one. Again, Motown. The Supremes. Keep me hanging on. And this is a song, Jake, I never really heard. It would never hit my purview until and I was uh, when I was living back in when I moved back in, to Kentucky, everybody was talking about this show. I decided to give it a try. I was watching it on Hulu. Right. In like episode two of it, this song was playing like two or three, something like that. I can't remember. And it was phenomenal. It was Glee. I'm not joking. The only good thing about that entire fucking travesty of a show is it introduced me to this amazing song. How would, how did I never hear this fucking song before? It is so goddamn good. Because you have I, uh, you have some Gladys, you have some Aretha, you have all these I. Uh, Bad romance songs. All right, you have you know I, I, I will survive. You have all these like fucking songs that are about these stories about a horrible relationship. This, this is about one that hasn't ended yet, and you can see how horrible it is. Like, well, it it, it ended but hasn't ended. It's one of those things <laughs> to where like, oh no, we can totally still be friends. But hey, you you know, whenever I call you, you want to fuck, like just. Keep someone on the fucking leash while they want to go out and do whatever they want. It's so good. Ah, great song. Great song. Great song. Great song. <laughs> All right. So my next one 
is, sorry, give me just a second, because that reminded me of an honorable mention, because I can't believe I didn't think about it previously. All right. No, hit up your honorable mention first. Well, since we were just talking about it, it's totally, you never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. You've lost that loving feeling by the Righteous Brothers. Oh, okay. God damn, I really hate when I'm like that. Yeah, I'll get, yeah. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I can't believe it. All of a sudden I thought of like fucking Top Gun because I don't care how much you're going to laugh at this, Bob. <laughs> on on I, I on my kind of fake like pop culture bucket list, one of these days, like when on... When I'm on some, when I'm on orders or whatever, like whenever I'm doing my Navy thing, I want to me and like Hall or somebody. We need to Oops. perform that. <laughs> we need to perform that song like in a bar. That's that's just one of those things. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. want to do like fucking Top Gun style. You never close. Yeah, I just want to fucking do it just because. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm going to laugh at it because it's funny, but no, I'm not going to laugh at you. Yeah, nah. no, that's totally on uh, uh, my little bucket list. Yeah. Anyway, so my actual choice here is my Credence song. Bob, if you had one opportunity to guess what I would choose as my favorite Credence song, what do you think it would be? Because I think I've mentioned I it before. Three. Okay, what right. would your three choices be? I would be? say Green River. Okay. I. Uh, oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Uh, Born on a Bayou. Okay. Oh. I. Uh, God, what is the name of that song? Fuck! 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 I. Uh, have you ever seen part? the rain? Oh, see, I, I really see. Of those three, that one's my favorite of the three that you chose. But this one is more of a old school Delta Blues song. Most people, if you ask them, like if they're big into music, if you ask them about is this song, the corner? if okay. you ask them about this mine. song, they're either going to say Credence or they're going to say Lead Belly. But it's Midnight Special. That's a good fucking song. Well, when did I you wake up in the morning. Oh, God, that's such a good song. You hit God the work damn, belly. high five. You don't even get two. Holy Ooh. shit, that's Dude, a I've good song. Dude, I've got chills pick. just thinking about that song. That is such a good fucking song. Marching to the table. God damn. Dude, that song's so God, fucking good. I got chills. I do too, that's man. That's a good pick. Yep. Holy that, shit. That is my... And I didn't have to think about it. Whenever you said good luck with Credence, I'm like... This is easy. I know what my Credence song is. Oh, God. That is... And it's one of those songs I haven't thought about. A lot of people don't either. Like, especially with Credence because a lot there of people... There's so many good... It's like... You think of, like, all of the Vietnam movies. You you yeah. think of the songs in the That's Vietnam movies. That's why I was movies. not going to do But, like, songs. Who'll Stop the Rain, I love. And fucking Have You... Um, have You Ever Seen the Rain? Fucking love those songs. But Midnight Special? God. Oh, Fuck, I gotta go it's, listen to that song. <laughs> it's it's got that heart and that blues to it that yeah. just fuck oh man. And I like that's one of the reasons I like fucking down on the corner all that, as much as I do. Down just on the corner is a good one. It's just I like those kinds of songs. It's probably why I like fucking I uh, oh god, what was that fucking I uh, a Skinner song? Uh shit. Tuesday's gone? No, no, about the dude. Fuck. Oh, um, Fuck, fucking ballad so, of Curtis Blow. Thank you, or Curtis Lowe. Lowe. Thank yeah. you. I like that. It's just a. Oh, Kurt was a no. man with <laughs> white curly hair. But no, I like those. That's such a good fucking song. And dude. mine, this one is so fucking. 
it both of I most likely you don't think I'm gonna put it because we didn't think we neither one of us thought it was sixties. Do 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 Sweet Caroline. That's a good one. I thought one. it was seventies too. That's a good one. That I didn't even song. think of Sweet Caroline. I love that song. That is that is my favorite drunk song. <laughs> Absolutely favorite. There is only two songs I've ever done at karaoke. One, if you ever, if anybody makes you do karaoke, you always choose this song, yeah. Just a Friend. Because you can be as tone deaf as you want, because mm-hmm. that's part of it. But if you're drunk enough, bing, sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. So my next one is, I actually did choose a Hendrix song. Now, this isn't my favorite Hendrix song. My favorite Hendrix song is actually uh, All Along the Watchtower, even though it's technically a cover of the Bob Dylan song, right? But I think this might be his best composed song, in my own personal opinion, and it's The Wind Cries Mary. Yeah, I'll give you, yeah. Because it's one of those ones that it's great. It's on all of these Jimi Hendrix greatest hits, like playlists and cds but most people go to like purple haze or hey joe or yeah you know but i'm like the wind cries mary yeah that is a good fucking fucking good song dude Uh, i'm gonna hit my last honorable mention right now for captain beefheart dude's experimental as fuck and boy just he does some weird ass shit but every ounce of it is because He's wanting to make a point. He's wanting to see what he can do with his music. And fuck, it shows. That boy has really, really weird out there albums. Yeah. Completely over my head, but I still have to give him props. (laughs) So I'm actually, um, I may pull a replacement because I do have Don't You Want Somebody to Love, which is great, grand, airplane's great, all right? But I'm going to audible it. Into At Last by Etta Jane. Yeah. Dude, just that because song. just out of nowhere, just it hits you. Bam. No, 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 no. It just that just goes from starts Her with that fucking voice. Oh. God. Belts. All right. This motherfucker yeah. is like five crocodiles worth of belt. Dude, right? she has a song called um Is it Twisted? What's it called? Um Wait, did I say fruit? Ella on accident? No, you said Etta. Okay, good. You said Etta Jane instead of Etta well, James. But... I, no, I was saying James. I was like, no, it is James. I just stretch it too long, and then I had an internal burp. <laughs> so I just like, Jay. Hold on. Um, is it Strange Fruit? Dude, she has a song called Strange Fruit, right? Oh, wait, no, that's Billie Holiday. My bad. Um, but it's basically a song about fucking... There's a lot of songs about fucking. Um, no, 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 no. It's about uh, fucking lynchings. Shit. Dude, that song is fucking, it's horrifying. And with Billie Holiday's voice, like her beautiful, soulful voice. I, I, dude, I can't even describe. The first time I heard it, I was gobsmacked. Because the imagery that she uses in that song granted it's like 1939 but is just oh man it it's it's something else yeah anyway um oh yeah so you audible to at last all right 
Bob. Yo. So this one comes from the five of Jackson with I Want You Back. Yeah. And I was like, I know I want to put some Jackson five because that's like not peak Motown, but that's like best selling Motown is whenever you think of Jackson five. And whether you like the Jackson five or Michael Jackson or any of them, the imprint, Michael Jackson, you're dead. The imprint that they have left on music period. Yeah. Even if you think about the sampling, the sampling of their songs, like I want you back. Think about how much that's been sampled in hip hop. Like there's just so, so much of that. And to me, that's, it's banner Motown. And it was just before the death of Motown. Also, I think Jackson five was probably that Motown went last... on a bit further. dude. See, I think that Motown oh. just after the sixties with the seventies, with all of the, the drugs and everything else, there just wasn't. And if you think about the way the Vietnam war played into that, there just wasn't as much of that. Just finger, that finger snapping type of music. It was all kind of darker and, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna drug I'm gonna already and... uh, part the part the anyway. curtain here because on the '70s one, you also have songs like "Me and Mrs. Jones" in Motown, which is one of the reasons I started this, just because I wanted to talk about how much I loved "Me and Mrs. Jones." That was in the '70s. It was like '74, I think. So yeah, the '70s had plenty good Motown, brah. Yeah. It just wasn't all fucking uh, from Detroit anymore. All right, so we're at the penultimate now, right? Yeah, on mine. This is where I put Dock of the Bay. That's where I put my Otis because Otis was going to get in there. That song was going to be in there. There's no way it couldn't be in there because it is such a good God damn song. And so yeah, I was like, you know what? Let's let's that's where I'll toss my Otis. <laughs> <laughs> um, the end. There's nothing more to say. <laughs> all right. So I know I'm not at the end of mine. How did we get to the end of yours? Anyway, so the next I one for skipped. me is. Hold on, let me make sure I get the artist right because I didn't put it. Oh, on you here. also have more than ten written down. No, I mean I've already I've already uh, taken out the 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 too many ones. Okay. So mine. Is my next one is my temptation song. Ain't too proud to beg. Nice. I know that's kind of going well to use the sport term chalk, where you know that's kind of obvious, right? So Doc of the Bay. Oh wait, is no, obvious? maybe that is my last one. Yeah, that is my last one because all my others are my uh, honorable mentions that I haven't kind of mentioned. But are you using like Google Sheet? Yeah. Let me see. The ones with asterisks are the ones that I removed. So, no. So, Ain't Too Proud to Beg is my last one. Yeah. And honestly, it's... Well, let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you're on your team. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how did you get ahead of me? I still have one more. That's because no. you were going second. Oh. Okay. That explains... I, I, I'm so used to just taking the lead. Yeah. But uh, mine is uh, my Guess Who entry called Laughing. And it, it's just quintessential Guess Who. It's so good. Like, honestly, that's the reason I didn't put that on. I Holy shit, Jake. Eiffel Tower. We didn't overlap we once. Didn't. I'm kind of surprised we didn't overlap. Once. I was expecting Otis. 
Oh, so with my um with my honorable mentions, let me get these in here. Yes. So I do have Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Um, Where Did Our Love Go by the Supremes. Um Of course he stopped loving her today, George yes. Jones. God, why wasn't that on a list? Fuck. Dude, again, I remove that was one of my short list. I'm like, for me, Motown, whenever I think of the sixties, I do tend to think of Motown more than anything. Um a surprising one, Battle of New Orleans. I did put on here for a 60s song. I don't really remember that. In 1814, song. we took a little trip down the mighty Mississippi, oh! or with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mighty Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we caught the British, the bloody British in the town of New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept coming. Yeah. So I did put that on here because, because it it's is just fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have my favorite Johnny Cash song in Cocaine Blues. Okay, yeah. Um, I was expecting a lot more uh, good country for on your list. I'm serious. <laughs> um, Roadhouse Blues, my favorite Doors song, which if we were doing this with April, it would all be The Doors because that's <laughs> her favorite band of all time. Oh, oh, I, I, uh, uh, I believe it was Nicole brought that up. She brought up uh, People Are Strange. And, oh, God, Jake, I feel so bad saying this. But you think of the Twisted version. Yes, you know why? Yeah, me too. Because it's better fucking performed. All right, here's the doors people are saying. People are strange when you're a stranger. People look lonely when you're alone. Women seem twisted. Can we wrap this up, guys? When you're unwanted, people are yeah. retro. Whereas, when you're strange, people don't remember your name. I'm about to throw up. Let's get out of this. Let's wrap this shit up. When you're a stranger, people are like No, in the fucking twisted one, it takes its time. The production's well done. It, yeah, it They is. made the cover because they had something to say. Just like as much as I hate them, I like their version, the fucking... Uh, the psychopathic version of In the City. Yep. Because Joe Walsh goes through it way too fast. He's not taking his time. I think with it was ABK. Song. It wasn't psychopathic. No, it was, it was just them. anybody. I know killer. it was on ABK, but it was fucking all of them, Jake. I don't know. I... Yes, it was all of it was on his album, yes. Okay. But it was fucking all of them. Yeah. But yeah, so I will I will give that props because they knew what to do with that. Yeah. All right. And and the other end, their version of fucking I uh, the Joker. The Joker was the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. But and here's the thing: anyway. I'm not a huge Doors fan either. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not really way a, big on the Doors. I will, I, but I, Roadhouse Blues has such a phenomenal groove, and the ins- again, I don't know what it is with me and songs with the actual word blues in the title. But those are some of my favorite songs. And uh, I'm gonna put a couple of mine that didn't make the grade, uh, just because I I. My Aretha didn't make my final 10. It was Baby, I Love You. Uh, we have Brown Eyed Girl, just because Van Morrison's fun. Uh, She's Not There by the Zombies. Really fucking good song. Unchained Melody, of course. C- not complete with the parenthetical, of course. <laughs> Shit, Bob. So, but without the closing parenthetical. <laughs> uh, well-respected shocked. man by the Kinks. Because yes, and now technically, don't you want somebody to love? <laughs> Fuck with the Kinks. I should have looked to see if uh, there were a couple. Lola. Like, no, that was seventies. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I can't remember the other big song of theirs, but that was in the sixties too. But no, I like "Well Respected Man." The only good thing about Juno was it had the good sense to put "Well Respected Man" on it. Yeah. Yeah. Send me your list, and I'll add it to the yeah, Spotify sure. thingy. So yeah. Dude, so, I can't yeah. believe we didn't overlap. I cannot believe we didn't overlap one I, bit. I actually expected you to, if anything, have more Motown than what I had. 
But again, I was going just at that moment. You give me a. I fu- did too. If I would have spent, if I didn't have a shit day, a shit week at work, I would have spent a lot more time on this list. Other than Love Man and Be My Baby, the other Motown songs I added last night. Yeah. Yeah, those those two Motown songs, you know, those those were boom automatics. Like my first five songs that I put on there were wait. just automatics. I didn't put After Laughter Comes Tears. But what was it? Wendy Renee? What the fuck? After Laughter Comes Tears is amazing. And it was only made more amazing when fucking Wu Tang did Tears. And use that as they're fucking framing a song about, you know, getting over a breakup and using that as in a completely caught. I'm getting fucking chills thinking about tears using it in the context of loss. Fucking hell. Those fucking and the best part is I think it's Ghostface verse, which is just all about, you know, him and his buddy getting laid and then not realizing. Oh, fuck. Now, now he's now he's fucking got AIDS. Fuck, 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 fuck. God, I can't wait till we get to the nineties, dude. I cannot wait till we get to the. That's 90s. all right because, be because I love the seventies, eighties, and nineties so much. I'm going to try to go not obvious in those. I'm going to go with songs that are either known but on the periphery, right? Or I'm going to go deep cuts because there's so many songs that I love from those three decades. Cause those are our bread and butter decades. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom, I, mom had us say... covered with the seventies and then Mandy had us covered with the, the eighties. And then with the nineties, those were our formative years. And it just, I'm going to go say, already say on the eighties, I'm going to have a, one of the greatest Prince songs that, should, that doesn't get much play. I can never replace your man. Oh, Fuck, that's going to be on my list. That is going to be on my list. I am already letting you know that. So go out there, listen to it. There's a really great video of it of him performing it live on on YouTube. Do it. Such a good song. And I'm already going to tell you that I'm going to have Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins on my 80s list. Nice! I don't know what it is about that fucking song, dude. But again, it's It's on the periphery. But it's, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a fun. It's it's going to fun be, thing, to dude. Do. We can do seventies next week. I'm down to oh, do seventies next week. Oh no no no! We'll, we'll try week. to think of a normal episode for us. <laughs> I, I I I figured it out, Jake. How we have a good episode? One, me not going to a massage no, no, no. beforehand. That is also a good thing. But no, uh, but no. Before I get into that part, um, what I like most about this episode that we did today, think about how many people we know are that are actually listening are shouting at their fucking headset that why did i why did you forget x why did you forget y what the fuck bitch z so you know i guess you're just gonna have to interact with us online fuckos (laughs) but no the mark i hope people will have that it's like oh i can't believe you forgot this the mark of a good episode is when i need to shit <laughs> or that you have to shit at some point during the the recording and you're like, man, I got a turtle. Like, head. I got that bubble I got that bubble gut. <laughs> Every time I get that bubble gut, we have a decent episode. So I guess you just gotta That's eat funny. like a lot of fucking chilies. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Okay, that's that's about going to do it for this episode. And I'm always making you do it, so I'll go ahead and do it this time. So probably you should have done the handoff. But all right. anyway. Go ahead and tell them where they can find us, Bob. There you go. <clears throat> if you want to tell us how wrong we are about our choices or, hey, motherfucker, why didn't you think about this one? Go ahead and hit us up at on Twitter at, at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. <laughs> you can also email us, brotherscroll at gmail.com. Got us on Facebook. Uh, search for us on, on, on Le Book of Fosses. Man, I'm so glad I'm not on Facebook right now. Yeah. With all the... Hey. I, I, I don't want to ruin it. Hey, Jake, look over there. Look over there, Jake. You see that? Hi, Bobby. He's staring <laughs> at me. <laughs> so, until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel. Actually, you know what? Bam. Stop that for a second. Uh, if you guys have lists that you want to add to the 70s one, hit us up. I'm going to toss it out on Facebook again. Jake's going to toss it out on his things. And... Maybe Let us on know Twitter. ahead of time. Everybody on Twitter already has us on everything else, so it'd be kind of a masturbatory. Well, masturbation is always fun. Anyway, <clears throat> until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially if you leave out Motown on any fucking list, because fuck what the fuck is yes, wrong with you? Yes, you are 100% wrong. You are Hitler, bud. You are wrong. <laughs>